Picture at Los Angeles 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash, I love being a slash, slash Sadie Pines. I'm Carrie Doherty slash mom. You need, yes, you are a slash. You, you should like come up with a different name for mom or you you like mom, don't you? Ma. That's ma. actually how ma. Little, Oreo, little Oreo is such a Dorothy. She'll, I'll be in the kitchen and she'll, we haven't even finished our intro. I don't care. Yeah. I'll be in the kitchen <laughs> and she'll stand on the couch and slam her hands at the top of it and go, ma. So, <laughs> I love it. She's me. Yeah. I love it. Well, guys, this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it, but we ran out of episodes. And then we broke down all 24 episodes of the spinoff of the Golden Palace, but we ran out of those episodes too. So now we do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly uh yeah if you guys have, have heard we are we're doing some new uh segments that you've already heard one of them we're called beyond golden girls we're yes changing, changing. Really. We're actually yes. we're not changing that much at all yes but you'll yeah it's still the same us we're talking about golden girls we'll be covering the careers of the women post golden girls and we'll also be uh, having guests on or even solo sometimes to just talk about golden topics and how they relate um, to our own lives and how we can relate to the women on the show. But today hmm. we're veering away from that to bring you something so special and spectacular. You know what? Because there is a caveat to the the Beyond Golden Girls and Golden Topics episodes in that we also will be covering golden news. You know what I mean? Like when the golden news happens, like, for example, the auction that's coming up, we're going to cover that, things like that, golden news. But when the four of us, the two guests we have today, when the four of us get together, it becomes golden news. And thus, this is a golden news episode. Ah, golden news. See what I did there? Yes, yes. See what I, I did. see what you did there. I, did. I see what you Breaking did there. Breaking news. Carrie, who's our guest? Yes, anytime the four of us are together, I mean, yeah, all the rags cover it. Um, e. Everyone. Steve Kometko, that's a mid-90s E reference, but Steve Kometko, he, I saw a clip of him talking to Cher recently, and now he's in my brain. I miss Steve Kometko. Steve Kometko's out there covering our Golden News episodes. I mean, it's just the, when the four of us get together, tops off, you never know what's going to happen. Yes, tops off. <laughs> Should we say who it is? Because I feel like we haven't said who it is yet. And people are going, uh, every, I think everybody I can say no knows. from the description. But it's Elliot Glazer in Alaska Thunderfuck. Round of applause. Round of applause. I, I hear all of the people typing on the, the people are writing stories about this episode now. Yes, there. As soon as it dropped, everybody was listening at you know midnight, whatever time it drops. Except if we're late, then it drops a day late. But that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all, they're all feverishly covering the news. Um, I we had such a great conversation, a great conversation. with um Elliot in Alaska. It was it was such a big moment for me because it was the latest that I've stayed up. I think since Little that's Oreo right. was born. <laughs> um. Because we yeah. recorded, we started the recording at 9 p.m. on like a Wednesday. Yeah. Which is is a, stra- is a strange hour for you. It is also a strange hour for me, I'll be honest. At 9 p.m. on a Wednesday, I am on the couch with my Frasier. If I'm not doing a show, if I'm not performing somewhere, I am on the couch. I am not working. There's no work happening at 9 p.m. So we work. But this, was, this didn't feel like work. This has been a long time in the making. We, when we started the Golden Palace... Um, recap we 
wanted to try to get, of course, Elliot and Alaska on because we had them on at the end of our original run of Animal and I to discuss some special episodes of um, The Golden Palace and schedules and it got busy and then it was like, well, we're recapping all the episodes, so we might as well just keep focusing on that. And so then we figured like at the end, it might be a nice little like catch up to have you guys listen join us in our chat with Elliot in Alaska and talk about, we talked about the Golden Palace, of course, but we also talked about the golden girls in the world right now. And just, we went on so many golden tangents. And of course, Alaska like quoted the show a million times, like only she can do. I don't know how, I don't, her brain, she's very busy. I can vouch, I te- we text like all the time. And her brain, I don't know where she has room in that tiny little skinny brain of hers. Like, I don't know where the room, it's just, there's, she has these quotes that exist up there. It blows me away. I don't get it. Can I tell you before we dive into the conversation, which was so much fun, everybody, Alaska had, we're not going to spoil it, but Alaska had a fan theory about an episode of the golden palace. Right. I am still reeling from it. So Yeah. Stick around. Stick around. I mean, you're going to hopefully you'll listen to the it's end of the episode, but it was I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was the wildest. But I think I, I think she was right. And it, it's a wild fan theory. And it's it is a wild fan theory. And, and but what's so funny is that she earnestly thought it was just about that. Like there, she didn't even think about like the, another possibility. So that's what that's what means. That's what made it so cool is that how she watched the episode that we won't tell you which episode, but how she watched the episode is vastly different from how we watch the episode. And yeah. and and it's it, it created a little golden news moment, if it, you will. Oh, way to bring it back. All right. Let's <laughs> I want everybody to hear this conversation. I had so much fun. Let's let's take a quick break and then we're going to get to it. Okay, long time. I mean, Carrie, we've been people have been begging for our GG VIPs to come on the show, and it is finally back. They are back. We are all back together. It feels like the gang is back. Ellie Glazer in Alaska Thunderfuck. Welcome. Hi. Michael, it's so good to see you. <laughs> Michael, everybody, Michael is here. Uh, everybody, Michael is here. <laughs> Oh, Michael is still, I, I stand by this, the hottest guest star to ever appear on The Golden Girls. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Okay. He really is. He okay. really is. Well, I mean, well, some, of, some of Blanche's men were you know, hot. I mean, there's arguments there that some Jake. Of, yes, Jake. Yes, yes. Jake is different, though, because yes. you, know, you know Michael would, like, fuck you over in some way, and you'd get real angry about it, but the makeup sex would be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael is like a prototype fuckboy. Yes. Whereas, whereas makeup sex with Jake would be like, he'd be like petting you and you'd be like, just put yeah. it in. <laughs> okay. He'd be serving you a nice big bowl of his chowder. The yes. chowder. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I, I Helps if you warm your lips up first. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in the first five minutes, not even, I have been able to make this episode um, have a, a warning rating. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Well, yeah. Well, I was it's so glad rated you guys, Blanche. Rated Blanche. So glad you guys are back. How are both of you? Elliot, you go first. I'm fine. Um, I saw you yesterday and 
Um, I see you I'm, like all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm fine. I'm, I'm currently working on the show iCarly um, oh. and just working on, I don't know, some more stuff. But yeah, I got to, I binged to the Golden Palace um, a few months ago and was just so excited to rem- like to, to really be struck by how good it was. We'll get to I, that. I, Don't I, go down. The, that we'll, we'll get to some golden. Yeah. Powder. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it reminds it, to me, it feels like the way that people would talk about LA when I lived in New York where mm-hmm. they would just demonize it. And then, they, then you get here and it's like, what were they talking about? That's kind of what the right. goal. <laughs> I, how are you? How are you? I, oh, what? How are you? How are you? Let's get an update on you. For me? Yes, you. Um, what have you been up to? I'm doing good. I'm in Los Angeles and um, we're going to start rehearsing for Drag the Musical in a few days. And that's pretty cool. I'm excited about it. It's it's where? The Bourbon Room? Here? Yeah, the Bourbon Room. Yeah. And when does that open? Um, I think September 23rd is like our official opening. Get those tickets. Oh, girl. Very nice. Carrie, what were you going to say? Oh, just um, with uh, Elliot. It's so funny when I feel like this happens to me all the time as well, where you asked Elliot, like, how are, how are you? Like, how, how's it been going lately? And it immediately is just, it goes to the Golden Girls because yeah. like that defines our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. It's like, how are you? Well, I've been watching the Golden Palace and it's just like, it is, but it's the most appropriate <laughs> response for this <laughs> friendship. <laughs> it really is. I mean, we bring up, Harry and I bring up on the podcast often, as you probably know, the the GGVIP group that we have and the random texts that come through that group. So it's a, there is a constant source of GG communication happening between the four of us. It's just really lovely that we can share it with all of the, the GG fans out there as well, who know that you two are very important guests for us. So it's so, I'm so glad that we can all be back together right now. Me too. Let's so, have a big group hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually more upset that both Carrie, before we get to the Golden Palace, I have to just say this again, even though we talked about it on the podcast, I'm upset that Carrie in Alaska could not be at Golden Con. Yes, me too. A few too. months ago when Elliot and I were there. I'm it, devastated. We were devastated. Devastated. <laughs> time it happens, both of you have to come. I mean, people, it was just such, Elliot, right? It was just such a wonderful experience of like, I was actually frightened to go at first because I get very scared of you know concentrated base of fans in one place and just sort of like how it's there's a lot of anxiety around that but it wasn't that at all it was everyone was so nice everyone was really nice i did i was not scared to go but then i did i did get overwhelmed Mm. um just from the it was just so much and not in a bad way but just like so much yeah and we were so much work like doing so much work at it Mm -hmm. um consistently that it was like it sort of became like i don't know it felt psychedelic at a certain point but we got to meet barbara thorndike we got to meet clinton we got to meet so many amazing people oh my god it It really who owned the weekend the um oh my god of course i'm forgetting her name the woman who sings the theme song oh Oh my god i can't i swear to god i i listened to your episode about this and I was I was in Carrie's camp because I was just like I was like it was like FOMO was like yes. weeping out of my yes. eyes. I was like I can't believe I wasn't there. It was just thing after thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, I, it's yeah. the the FOMO thing. I feel like <laughs> people use that so liberally. Like, yeah. but this was the first time where I felt like I truly, truly felt FOMO. Like, yeah. Truly. Wait, Elliot, her name was Cynthia Fee. She sang the theme song on the show. An Andrew Gold song, of course, but it's Cynthia right. Fee sang the sang the cover for the show. And she Bye. she tore the house down with both. And stuff. finally Aaron came out to yes. do the gospel. Like I'm just I'm feeling the it's feelings all over again. Yeah, it's too so, much. It's too he was much. So like nervous, wouldn't you say, Elliot? He was so like yeah. shy and nervous. So, sweet, so shy very nervous but so beloved once he hit the stage um i felt so bad for him standing next to me because here i was like looking ridiculous in my red outfit and massive hair and like and i was being like you're gonna do great i was like literally so like way too excited for him and he literally was like very blanche pushing her granddaughter out yes i'm like the little cheerleader melissa melissa okay remember the little girl who was like help me before she got on stage fire scares me well let's get to the golden palace because we have some things carrie and i of course watched i had not seen I don't believe I had ever seen the full season. I, I think I had mm. seen bits and pieces when it was on originally. And then, of course, afterwards, when it would sometimes come on in the weird random places it would come on. But I don't think of all the episodes, I think we watched on the original run of Out on the Lanai, we watched the B. Arthur episode together, I oh. believe. Um, yeah, we watched the B. Arthur two-parter, and I believe the pilot as well we watched. Yeah, but I had never seen the rest of them. And Elliot, you wrote for, it was Vulture, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I interviewed you for that too. A piece, yeah. basically paying tribute to the or 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 um, you know, suggesting a second watch or first watch for people who hadn't watched it. Um, and Mark Sotkin read it mm. and was like, and if I had been uh, negative, that would have not been great. But because I was super positive, he was excited to talk about it at the at the at Golden Con. Mm -hmm. um, wow, God was it? God was the the B Arthur episode is. Oh, it's so good. The two-parter. So, so good. good. So it's good. So, But of the season, of if you're looking back on the entire season, besides the B. Arthur episode, which of course yeah. is amazing, what stands out to you with the Golden Palace? Alaska? Um, well, first of all, I hated this whole show so much. <laughs> I hated it so fiercely. And then Betty White died. And all it took was Betty White dropping dead for me to just love that. Now, now I love it. I want them to do. I'm so mad. There's only one season. I want more episodes. I want them to reboot it. I want it to be CGI deep fakes of all of them and just make more of it. What do you think it was about um, Betty passing that made the show? Because you're right. A lot of people expressed that, that Betty White passing kind of made the show. They they viewed the show differently. Yeah, because it was like, oh, fuck, we didn't know how good we had it, did we? We really oh. didn't. And and uh, it it's just it's a really it's really strong and it's really good. And it's like a it's it's very much a sequel in the sense that the characters kind of shift because Dorothy's not there. So yes. Blanche and Rose are now the main characters, which they never were on the golden girls. So yeah. you kind of see them in a more like real kind of way. Yeah. What stands out to me so much is how fucking 
what a piece of shit Miles is. Oh, still, God, I just still hate out on the lanai. You called it. I you called it from the beginning. Miles is a dirty, dirty scumbag. You knew it. I knew, you it. knew it. From day one. I can. It's funny that it's also funny that they never like after he gets find out. You would you you would think that they would start. She would start calling him Nick. Nope. Nick <laughs> because he's a liar, Elliot. He's a liar and a fraud. He's the gaslighter. <laughs> gaslighter. <laughs> I know what he did on the boat. If you know the song, you know that's funny. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I, I am disappointed in Miles. Disappointed? Well. You should be furious. <laughs> yeah, furious. <laughs> also, wait. What's what's the episode where? Oh my God! Is it? Is it? Is it the I forget I'm forgetting the episode where what happened? Oh, the guy the guy tries to scam Rose, I believe, right? He's trying to scam her. Is it on the original Golden Girls or Golden Palace? Golden Palace. Um, well, there's someone who ro- or uh, she she like there's a robbery. I don't know remember her there's scamming, a, though. There's a gigolo that kind of scams Blanche. Oh, oh the right. gigolo yes. scams Blanche, mm-hmm. yes. yes. That's I love that one, but I'm I guess what I'm picturing that I can't put my figure I can't put my finger on it is the last scene Rose is looking through the door at something. Uh-huh. That's where Miles maybe where Miles marries Fern. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Where that would like ugh, I hate him. Hate like me. he couldn't just get married. He had yeah. to tell Rose. It's like just leave the woman alone. You not you won't even tell her your real name. Brutal. I Nick, Nick Carbone. <laughs> Which it's just he's so and, and also I was I did I, the only thing that I mean there were a few things that I episodes that I definitely was like, oh, oh this is there's some there are some moments that were hard to watch. But I will say I was really upset that there wasn't more Stan. Cause like I know there was so much oh. Miles and Miles, the actor who played Miles is a great actor, wonderful actor, but like Stan, I needed more Stan in it, and I, that oh, no. the episode they gave us with Stan, a there wasn't enough of Stan, and b it was like a complete misuse of Stan. Totally, yeah. and, and I I agree. And you know, sometimes he would get a little a little clawing on the original. I mean, not not really, but like sometimes it was like, all right, I you know, I've had my share, but I just wanted more Stan on this. I wanted more Stan. Is he it? left on a high note too on the yeah. Golden Girls, which was a bummer. And yeah. H-L, we talked about this this episode where he's faking his death and he's yeah. asking Sophia to be the one to tell Dorothy that it's a lie, and he's letting the other women believe that Sophia's crazy. It's mm. it was so disappointing because it it really did feel like he went out on a high note, and then he just he left. It's just left such a bad taste in my mouth yeah. with his final appearance in the franchise. It was a yeah. bummer. Yeah. I thought he was really dead. <laughs> I did it first. He kind of came what? back in like a dream. It felt like a dream sequence in a way, didn't it? It felt very sort of dreamy in a lot of like his entrances in Exit because he only Wait. with Sophia. Hold I, on. It Alaska, was Sophia, go on. It was Sophia hallucinating and sort of like denying it. And so he was appearing to her like in a sort of dream state. It was like and, Sixth Sense before the Sixth Sense. And in the end, what? he really was dead, I think. And it was <laughs> Sophia's way of like dealing with it was like, no, that can't be real. That's what I thought it was. But oh, I also no. haven't seen it in a, in a while. No, I mean, this is a, this makes sense. It does make sense. Okay. I don't think it's accurate, but I love really? it. Really? 
I don't think it's accurate, but I love it. I feel. But like- if you view every scene no, through right. Sophia's eyes, yeah. And I mean, doesn't she like cry at the end? Yes, yes. and does. says he's really gone. Yeah, which is oh like, my god, Alaska, you just blew my mind. I need yeah. to watch that. Stan died in the Golden Girls cinematic universe. <laughs> That's what I believe. But he can always be brought back. I mean, they did it with Dan on Roseanne for the new version of the Connors. So the wow, right? They can always bring him back. <laughs> I, if you had to choose, this is, this is going to be a controversial question. But if you had to choose oh, dear. one of the boyfriends. From the Golden Girls, Stan Miles. Um, wait, Dorothy married. What's his name? I always forget his name. Leslie Nielsen. Lucas. Yeah, I know oh, Leslie. Lucas. Is it Lucas? Yes, Lucas. And and oh, and uh, uh, George. George. Yes. Well, I guess we could go with George for Sophia. If you had to pick between those four men, who would you choose? Leslie Nielsen. Lucas. Oh. Leslie Nielsen top me. Top me now. See, I would go for Stan because it would just be such a funny relation. Think, think how much you would laugh. Think how much you would laugh. Leslie Nielsen's so funny though, and <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's yeah. funny, sure, but you also know he probably like did something illegal. He's gonna get arrested. Like, he's well, if probably- anybody did something illegal, it's Stan. True, but he'll yeah. get away with it. Also, I guess if anybody is being illegal, it's probably Nick Carbone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Or Arnie Peterson from Plainfield, New Jersey. Which is Samuel really... Plankmaker. Samuel Plank- Plank- How many names does this man have? Seriously. I you mean, talk of- okay. First, first of all, I'm going to say Sal because I like tiny Italian men. But Aww. you did marry a tiny Italian. I did marry man. a ti- tiny Italian Stan. But wait a second, though. So to go back now, Alaska, you've opened my mind with this sort of Stan was dead the whole time. Do we think I'm going to rewatch it? I know I I really did. I had it's like you were that moment in the sixth sense where you 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 revealed it. And now my mind is doing the flashbacks of all the scenes of Bruce Willis, where now you see it with this lens. And I'm like, of course. But along those lines, is it possible that when Rose started dating Arnie, that that was Miles, aka Nick Carbone. That maybe oh that was God. another identity oh that he had God. had in witness protection. Wow. Oh my God! That shit. Or he was just lying because he didn't he didn't like the name Miles for a while, so he was I going by Arnie. Was and Arnie then the, the witness protection people were like, "You have to go with the name we gave you because you have all the paperwork and the fake passport yeah. and etc." And he was like, "Fine," and he decided to go with Miles, even though was Arnie the one who had erectile dysfunction, or was that the other guy? No, uh, that was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's dad. Is that Jerry Seinfeld's dad? Is that- no. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's not. You're right. That's not. But that's there, the there were two that's guys the on cheeseman. a boat. Yeah, <laughs> there were two guys on a boat. One had erectile right. function, and one right? she wasn't ready to sleep with yeah. him yet. Yes, she was. Yes, yeah. right. Both involved. But Ernie, Ernie was the one. Was Ernie uh, the one with erectile dysfunction? Uh, impotence of being earnest. Yeah, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of not imp- to be confused with Stan's brother, who was also impotent bon appetit. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's so much impotence on this show. We, this whole season, now, like I said, I had not watched anything, but there were rumors. I got so many messages from fans, even people who really weren't even Golden Palace or Golden Girls fans being like, you know, there's a VPL episode with Don Cheadle's Cheadle. Like, you know, there, that exists with VPL? Golden Palace. Yeah, VPL, Visible Penis Line, Elliot. 
Thank you, Elliot. And I too did not know what that meant. Elliot first. should know what that means. I knew. Yes, what? you know you knew. <laughs> I, there, there, there's a there's an episode where he, you can see the outline of his penis. Yes. Well, okay. Let me let me explain. So all season now, Carrie had watched ahead. Carrie had like watched it all and done all of her homework and then like waited for me mm-hmm. to get to the moment. And mm-hmm. every episode, it was like. Is this going to be the one? Is Roland's Roland going to mm-hmm. be the appearance? And mm-hmm. we should also mention that there were so many episodes where it wasn't, but you would yeah. think it was like Roland's going to play volleyball. <laughs> volleyball. Sure. Yes. Roland is in silk pajamas and a dream suit. Like so many yeah. scenes where yeah. you would think. Yes. Mm. And then mm. I think in like episode 22 or 23, I forget which one it was. It Maybe it was 22 because it was towards the end where there was a bachelorette party happening and they needed a stripper and Roland had to step in as the stripper. So he's wearing these silk boxer shorts. Now, Elliot, I posted this video. I'm shocked you didn't see it, Um, but I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh my God, send it to me too, please. I will. I'm I'm getting in my little thingy right now. Now, it is a moment. Do you, Alaska, when you saw this, do you know that the moment I'm talking about? Are you familiar with this moment? Well, yeah, it's like the stripper episode and they talk with the young woman who's a stripper and she's like, I'm actually going to school and I don't I don't like being objectified. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And there's a moment where he comes into the kitchen. OK, here we go. I'm sending it to Ellie in Alaska. There we go. Um, and yes, the lesson is not lost on us that in the episode where we're objectifying Don Cheadle, the lesson of the episode is that you should not objectify yeah. people's bodies. We're- so of course I had to put the video in slow motion and write a poem to it, um, to, uh, an ode to what? Roland's Roland, and it is so apparent. It is so it's it's I wouldn't say I mean does it does VPL count if it's just jiggling, like because VPL I feel like it has to it's it's a VPL line you know what I mean like it shows <sighs> I don't feel like that's actual VPL this is more just like jiggle party. We're going to get flagged and put on some kind of list. <laughs> I mean, if we haven't already, I've talked about it so much. And so when the moment came and I then I realized that this is actually a Hollywood rumor that goes around about Don Cheadle. There's more stories about Don Cheadle's Cheadle in the universe. Pictures on Getty that show Don Cheadle being very proud of himself. I don't I don't I don't like want to see it. I do. Um, where is the video? It hasn't come through to oh, me. Oh, I sent it on Instagram. But oh, I'll on Instagram. I will, okay. text it. I will text it. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. I'm with okay. Elliot. It makes me feel, it makes me feel bad. Yeah. I mean, it, no, what? No. I enter, HL and I entertain you. I love you so much. <laughs> it still makes me feel bad. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I did appreciate the fact that you recorded a Thank poem. You. I mean, it is something that He's everyone dog. spoke I about. Believe you. <laughs> I can't believe it. Also, the captions are totally covering everything I want to say. this. So it's actually very G-rated. Thank you. Keeping it clean while also, you know. Yeah, Roland's Roland. You know what? Part of everyone. You know, oh, what is the big deal? Everyone has seen a naked man before. What is the big? Whoa! <laughs> that was me. That was me. I know. That was- no good. Uh, no, you know, it's not a terrible. It's not a terrible rumor to have in Hollywood that no. you have a huge fucking dick. It's not no. that bad. That is a very good. Ru- I mean, it it it's a good rumor. 
it is objectification and i don't want to objectify don Cheadle, who is who should be recognized as a brilliant and accomplished brilliant actor, actor who used the golden palace for his oscar nominated performance in hotel rwanda i firmly believe that he was the hotel manager in both and i feel like this was his early <laughs> training so he's he's a fantastic actor he's a fantastic actor but brilliant. also he is blessed in other ways that we can applaud and celebrate True. he also i mean as much as little as i want to see his genitals i mean he's so he is you're not really looking at his genitals you're just appreciating don Cheadle in silk boxers there's a difference yeah, he's he yeah, he's great. so handsome and, and oh, cute there's yeah. definitely a difference it would be different if you know you were looking up this pictures that he did not want out there but this is a this is a performance that you are admiring of his elliot true that's true in slow motion i will say i'm i'm very <laughs> I'm wondering if this was something that came later or, but when it comes to like wardrobe and costume, mm. so Stan funnily enough has acted in his underwear so many times on so many different projects. Really? And you typically, even if you're in like tidy whities, you typically have a pair of something underneath it. So yeah. you yes. get like a good amount of padding That's why just with so the layers of clothing. So that that's, what's really interesting to me is that, I don't know. Maybe that's just something that came later. Maybe it's because he was wearing silk boxers. That was it was a whole different story. But I just from my own experience from being on sets and also just again Stan being in his underwear for a lot of roles. Yeah, I I know that they usually have multiple layers. So that and who's to say they're not? There wasn't a layer in there, which then just goes to show why we should celebrate this more. Yeah. True. I once I once did a scene in college where um there was a, an actor and it was like a you know bedroom scene and he his his wardrobe was like boxer shorts and it was like in an acting class. Oh, and God. so the whole acting class was like watching and he like is laying on the bed like this doing his scene and honey we could, <laughs> the whole the whole class was like Oh, what's the point? What is the point? We have to. So we had to like stop it because he didn't know. Uh, we yeah. were like learning acting. Wow. Yeah. And so you don't know that you need to wear like a modesty pouch yes. if you're doing an underwear scene yeah. because uh, things can get uh, crazy. Can, yeah. Get wild. Yes. I know. <laughs> I, I, I just want to know what Rue McClan where Rue McClanahan was that day. I want to know where she was <laughs> in relation to this scene because you just know that Rue probably had the exact same reaction I did. Just yeah. hanging out in Video Village, just <laughs> snacking on some green olives, watching the monitor. <laughs> you know! You know! Okay, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Golden Girls out in the wild. So basically talking about Golden Girls everything that's happening golden girls right now golden girls games restaurants etc cetera, etc cetera. it's like explosion of the licensing of golden girls okay yeah okay we're back now there has been we before the pandemic happened which i think listeners longtime listeners know we had a game night of golden girls games we got together and then the world shut down and it's been written about extensively this game night yes, in yes. different pieces of literature it wasn't our fault we did not start it um but uh so the, the the golden girls licensing is huge golden girls it's it seems to be in especially in the past few years it has it, there used to be a moment i remember when we started the podcast there was stuff on etsy sure and there were some things you could get on amazon but it wasn't like you could go to target and get a golden right. girl shirt. right now true you can go to target and get a pride 
Golden Girl shirt. Like you can double up on it even. Yeah. yeah. So why, like, why do you think, what do you think it is in the past few years that the Golden Girls has like exploded in the way it's exploded? I mean, I think it would be so easy to be like, oh, it's COVID and people discovered it or something. But I don't think that's the case. I feel like if anything, people have been able to like clamp down in their fandom specifically on what they're crazy about. And I think, I mean, you know what? Judging from the from Golden Con, mm. it was like such a diverse audience, so diverse. Yeah. Diverse in race, diverse in age, diverse in sexuality, di- diverse in gender. Yeah. That like I I it's I wonderful I, to see, isn't it? It's like it you really see it. You're like, we know this exists, but it to was see great. it amazing. It was lovely. But I, I think to that point, I think that basically the internet and fandom has just kind of continued to snowball mm. and that with more people everybody becoming even more internet illiterate um, even more internet literate as time goes on and people are more online than ever i just think it's a it's sort of a natural progression where like you know the fandoms for like i don't know stranger things or mm. uh, game of Th- i know game of thrones is over but these kind of shows that just have such you know rabid fan bases like golden girls fans want their own space there and they've really made it yeah. they've made it apparent yeah yeah it's kind of wild. I mean, I can only compare it in terms of like if they're newer shows, of course, Friends, The Office. Of course, there's stuff about the Seinfeld. You know, th- those exist in the world, but those feel newer, even though some of them were on around the same time as the Golden Girls was just ending their run. But with Golden Girls, it does feel like it's kind of up there with like in terms of the merchandise that's out there, like the Brady Bunch or like the like I Love Lucy in a way where it's like you see total the things out there now and it's and we're seeing it in real time. It's really been in the last five years that this explosion's really happened. Definitely I wonder, recent. Yeah, I wonder if I worry, and this is a question I guess I have for Alaska, I worry like that is there a moment where you, maybe you can put the Golden Girls on too many things? Like is there such a thing? Is there such a possibility? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that if that is possible, it's not really anytime soon because it's like at the core, the show is really good. So like even if the hype is out of control, it's like still the product itself is very, very quality. Mm. And and it's like so intergenerational now. It's like there were old older people on it in the 80s and now, you know, well, I'm from the 80s, so now I'm an older person, but younger people like it. So yeah. it's like, so it, it's different than Friends in that way, Yeah, uh, I think. Um, but no, I mean, at its core, it's just really fucking good. And I'm glad there's multiple T-shirts of it because mm-hmm. now my family knows what to get me as gifts. <laughs> I know, they just, there's more gifting opportunities yeah, for our loved and ones. I, yeah, yeah. And I don't have them all already. Like I got that one that has that the pride one that just says fears yeah. with the picture of the golden girls. Yeah. I think you probably got that from target. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. It's kind of great. And I we're mean, beyond clothes. We all have the, the tiki mugs. We all, you know what I mean? It's for like, sure. you know, it is, it's, it's what do you, how do you, how do you guys feel like, do people text you when like the golden girls cafe opens in LA or like Non-stop. Text you back the golden girls yes. stuff? So obviously yes. that happens to all of us. Yeah. Do you guys at a certain point, like, I mean, I know I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought. I appreciate that people will in their, in our personal lives will connect me yeah. with that and think of me that way. 
But at the same time, <clears throat> maybe it's because it feels less special in some weird way. But like, I'm not going to be first in line for for the overpriced, you know, uh, yeah. like tourist truck that's Golden Girls themed. I'd rather do something a little quirkier or just enjoy it in the privacy of my home. Go see Jackie <laughs> Bead and Cherry Vine at, at you know, go see the play, the live yeah. version of it. Like you, that's the kind of, that's, I agree with that, that there is a, there is a level, a layer of, there's a corporatization that can happen yes. with something like this, where a company can create a Golden Girls experience and then just do it for profit. Yes. And then smell it. Yes. Yes. And right. But with something like Golden Girls, lot. What? What exactly they call it? Golden Girls with a Z. A Z. Yeah. Golden Girls with a Z. And when you see their live show, it's kind. Of, I mean, Alaska, you've done it before. It's it's a it's a wonderful experience of like Golden Girls fans in the same room. Who are just obsessing over episodes of the Golden Girls? Totally, so much fun. So it's, much. Fun. Chris really Pine good. was just in, I think. Yeah, he yeah. Was, in, was he in the audience? What did he do? Do you know? He played Burt Reynolds. Oh, how did they get Chris <laughs> Pine? The, I <laughs> I don't amazing. know. The uh, they asked me to do Burt Reynolds, and like the dates didn't work out because they had different people do it each night. Like yeah. they had a different person each night show up and just be Burt Reynolds at the end of the episode. Just to go, which one's the slut? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, there does seem to be like a, I mean, I I guess I don't, whenever people, whenever you're right, whenever a Golden Girls thing does happen, like, the, like Betty White's auction, their auction off are you guys planning on bidding on any of the items for the auction i'm not what are they selling i've already placed some <laughs> you have. yes i know um, you have yes i have no that you can go to i'll send you the website you can go and you can look up and sign up and like place early bids and like do all that kind of stuff to it but there is a they're they're auctioning off all of her stuff and when that happened when the auction happened of course like people started texting me being like, oh my God, have you heard of this? Oh my God, have you heard of this? And I want, like, there was a time where I would just be like, oh, look, great. You know what I mean? Like, love it. But now I'm just like, yes, I've talked to them. I'm interviewing the person in charge. Trust me, I'm on this. Have yeah. fear. <laughs> I've gotten to the bottom of this. They will be a guest on this podcast in a few weeks. <laughs> it's I have an opinion about the auction. I don't know anything oh. about it, but I have an opinion. Eesh. Okay. <laughs> Now, this is a traditional auction where the, the item goes to the highest bidder. Am I right? Yes. I really wish that maybe there were some items, and maybe there are, that are more raffle style, maybe for people who mm. can't afford as high a, 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 a ticket, a price ticket, but right. who are hardcore Golden Girls fans. I don't know. That's just my thought on well, auctions are so fun, but... The rich people you're, win. You're right. The rich people do win. Often, <laughs> the highest bidder does win always. So, like theoretically, the rich ones does win. But what I will say is, and Lenora Claire, who's a past guest on this podcast, she's mm -hmm. a great big Golden Girls fan. She curated the erotic Golden Girls show a couple years ago, so like ten years ago now, I guess, here in Los Angeles. And um, she's great. And she went to an auction. She got. I have it here because she gave it to me. Blanche's tissue box from the set of the bedroom of the Golden oh, Girls. And it's God. like not Duh. everything. I've held it. Yeah. Not everything is. That's where I put all my drag money now. Whenever I get home and I have like wads of money and I need to put it somewhere, I literally put it in Blanche's tissue box until, <laughs> until I go to the bank and then I take the box to the bank and I'm like, I need to make this into money. Um, oh. But 
the not everything is like crazy expensive. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. things, the bids start at like twenty dollars, and if they're small yeah. items and they're not going to go very far, like it becomes. Okay. It's. Yeah, it right. is, I will say it is more. It's not quite diplomatic because you're right. The highest bidder is the person who gets it. But it's not like everything is like a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like right, right. there are some, and I'm not bidding on things that are like a thousand dollars. I think the highest thing I bid on was like five hundred dollars, which is still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, yeah. a lot of money, <laughs> but I want it and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> so, for example, I don't. Oh no, it's on the other wall. But so with um with room at Clanahan. Um, her estate, they would just sort of sell things on the website and it was at a mm -hmm. fixed price. And so Stan got me, um, a doodle from like her doodle book when she would be on the phone doodling mm -hmm. while she was like on the phone with like the like telephone company oh, or whatever. And, weird. and, and it came with like photos of her, like in her apartment, like doodling and coloring with like her cats and stuff. And, but that wasn't auction style. It was just, you could go to her, go to this website and it was like her official estate. And there were different things that were for sale. Now, of course, by this point, like all the big ticket items had been picked over, especially yeah. like all of her Blanche wardrobe or whatever. Um, yeah. But I liked that, that it was just like, you know, this is a fixed price. You can get it exactly for this amount of money. I understand auctions are sexy, right? In person, you've got the paddle. It gets really heated between yeah. people and you don't know, you know, and it's that's 35. sexy. <laughs> yeah the way you can just kind of do this or if you you know and always on a sitcom somebody accidentally bids because they're fighting and gesturing wildly give me that <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about first wives club no so, we're talking about no. Like uh, where they, they're bidding on michael jackson oh jacket. on yes Sorry, no, yeah. it's um, it's when they're bidding on um, oh, the, uh, the Jasper, a Jasper Kimmel. Jasper Kimmel. Right, you're right. <laughs> Wasn't there also also an auction on the Michael Jackson episode too? Isn't there also yeah. an auction there? for the yeah. coat? And the yeah. guy buys it for the homeless. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. is like, okay, dude. <laughs> I want to lay these allegations to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so like the last mm -hmm. thing I want to talk with you guys. Alaska has literally fallen over from laughing so hard. <laughs> Alaska's on the ground. She's oh. almost dead. Um, no, we want to talk to you guys. So we have decided since we've gone through all every episode of the Golden Girls and we've gone through every episode of Golden Palace and mm -hmm. we've done it all. I mean, we 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 were here from the beginning. We were the first Golden Girls podcast out there, and now we're one of many. And so we are going in a different direction in terms of we have two different types of shows we're doing. We're doing Beyond the Golden Girls, which is where we watch things that the girls did after the Golden Girls episode, television, film, etc. Love and that. We're doing TV Golden movies. TV movies, which I'm really excited about because there's a lot of them. Uh, and then we're doing Golden Topics, where we take issues inspired from episodes of the Golden Girls, and we have guests on to talk about those things and just sort of reference the golden girls in terms of the topics that we discuss and so we've had a lot of opinions on sort of what shows we should cover what things we should do what topics we should do i wanted to ask you guys like what what direction do you think we should go and what are things that we need to watch of a beyond golden girls moment or a golden topic if you will malcolm in the middle b arthur yes. oh yes harry didn't know about that that's what blew me away I never, so I never watched good. Malcolm in the Middle. Really? I love, I appreciate it now as a television show. It was like the first single cam comedy, I think, or the first like family single cam comedy, maybe. Um, I feel, yeah, first family one because I feel like HBO's Dream On would be like, no, we were. 
But who, who uh, cares about Dream On? <laughs> Rue McClanahan, Starship Troopers. Yes. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Yes, I forgot she was in Starship Troopers. Yeah. Wait, going back to Malcolm in the Middle, there's literally B. Arthur dancing in a kitchen with that little boy. And, like, it's, uh-huh. like, it's like she's, like, so stone. beautiful. It's just one of the best. You have to just watch the scene. YouTube it, Carrie. You have to just see it because it's essential. Oh, I'm gonna save it for when we cover it. I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't want a Golden Palace. This this yeah. thing. I want to. I, I just want to save it and watch it when we watch it. There are so many good sort of post Golden Girls moments that the girls did. I mean, of course, Betty White had a ton. Oh yeah. Well, you one that tends to go um, forgotten is Rue McClanahan in Nonsense. Oh yes, I posted oh. a clip of that a long time ago. It's because. Was it, it would, the stage version was filmed and that's all there was, right? Yeah, it was like a, I think it, I don't think it was on Broadway. I think it was off Broadway. Yeah. And it was like a musical about nuns and Rue was in it. And mm-hmm. I still remember, remember renting the cassette tape from the library. Oh my God. <laughs> Making sure that it was like, that Rue was in it. Otherwise I didn't, you know, I didn't care that much. That's I love wild. that. I saw Rue McClanahan in uh, Steel Magnolias. Oh, uh, that's oh, a great no. one. That wasn't filmed. It was a stage version of it. Who did what she about... play? Did she play Weezer? I think so. I'd have to go back and figure it out because I don't remember a lot of it because it was definitely a moment where Delta Burke was in it too and I was kind of dying. Oh, my <laughs> I mean, I was also, it was also, I mean, just to be completely transparent, it was during my heavy alcohol and drug use days. So <laughs> I... Um, I was not fully coherent. It was more like, I'll go there. <laughs> I love that. Definitely. But she was also in Wicked. She was in Wicked, oh, which oh, I think you right, should. Right. Yeah, you should find you should find clips of that. Or I mean, I, I what did Estelle Getty do? I mean, she was in. Uh, Your sisters are one of those. What? Nurses or sisters yeah, or so one she, of those. She has oh, the, okay. She holds some record of playing the same character on like like the most shows or something. Right. That's pretty she, cool. Yeah. She yeah. was because yeah, she played Sophia on like Full House and maybe Family Matters. Like she would oh. definitely do crossover. No, it wasn't, with, it wasn't um, She did it on Blossom, Empty Nest, okay. Nurses. Oh. Um oh my god. Some other some other show on NBC, but it was all a part of that block that was sort of like mm-hmm. on NBC over those years. And then she, the last time she did it was on Empty Nest. And oh, did oh, she yeah, do makes- Stop or My Grandma Will yes. Shoot? Stop my, or My Mom Will my Shoot. My mom will yes. shoot. My mom will shoot. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> there that movie, that movie was important to me as a child. Oh yeah. I had the VA. I, I watched it when I was a kid. Was, Probably shouldn't have. I had no idea how she <laughs> held up that gun. <laughs> well, like, was it, I don't even know. I've never seen it. It I was you know the name. Just Google a picture. It's wild. It's, she has like a very unhealthy, like Beverly Goldberg esque yeah. relationship with her son, played by oh Sylvester Stallone. God. She's like very smothering. Um, okay. Yeah. It's. Kind of, it's kind of insane and then of course there's the curb your enthusiasm with b arthur where she plays uh oh, yeah. david's mother it's a very short scene but it is oh. so funny it's so he goes to heaven 
and he he sees his mother in heaven, which is played by B. Arthur, and then she says something like, "You schmuck, you're a fucking idiot." <laughs> like it was just like it's like one of the best sort of. Of course, B. Arthur did that. I think that might be her last credit too. I would have guessed. I think it might be. Yeah. It might be her last credit, but yeah, there are so many things that we can go. I'm really excited to talk about the proposal because I that to me. Oh yeah, like, Betty White. Betty White hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just she's the heart of the film. Right. What was that? Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And Sandra Bullock. Sandra. She like yes. steals the film, right? You guys go for Sandra. I go right. for Sandra because she's an Oscar winner. That is elegant. <laughs> Sandra. Don't her friends call her Sandy? I'm not yeah. a friend. I'm a fan appreciating the Academy Award. Oh, I'm Netflix. sorry. I, I interviewed nominated. her once at a junket, so I call her oh. Sandy. Oh, <laughs> she's my favorite actress. She is kind oh, of very funny. funny. I just I, I recently rewatched Gravity, and Gravity is a Betty White's not in Gravity, but she should be. <laughs> Betty White could have been. Who would Betty White play in the Gravity? George Clooney character? The Earth. That's who, that's who she. <laughs> <could have> been. <laughs> you know what she was in too? She was in. Um, Bringing down the house. Yes. Oh, yes. And then she was in something with Cloris Leachman too, wasn't she? She was in. Well, I don't know. If she, I don't know about the Cloris Leachman thing, but she was in Lake Placid. Yes, oh, she was in Lake Placid. Yes. She like bred baby alligators in Lake Placid. That's, That's a good one. Betty White had such a. That woman never stopped. Never we stopped. we should also do the Snickers commercial, even though I know technically mm. it's a commercial, but that was like the start of yeah. her comeback was, that was her a in the Snickers revival. Commercial. That was yeah. A I think my friend Sean was in that commercial. If we do that, Whoa. I'll have to. I think he was like the kid on the field who says like, "You need a Snickers bar. You're acting like Betty White or whatever the joke was." Oh, I don't- wow. That's so weird that they would think that that would be like an insult. Because if someone told me I was acting like Betty White, I'd be like. <laughs> Thank what you. of it? Thank you. Oh, you mean I love animals? Sure. <laughs> you Great. mean I'm a good person with a yeah. really long career and multiple Emmy wins? What? No, yeah, I'm acting like Betty White. Fine. I'm hilarious and beloved <laughs> by millions. Sure. <laughs> probably well, with re- probably with watching her SNL episode too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The- we'll do hot in oh, Cleveland. Wasn't yeah, that a Mother's just- Day episode they did? Yes. Oh, I- love that it was so tons y'all are gonna have a lot of episodes well i mean we're planning on doing this podcast until we're 85 so we need it we are actually the golden girls yeah (laughs) i would hope so and the four of us won't be on zoom we'll be we and we probably won't even be in person we'll be in tele we'll have our heads frozen we'll be heads and yeah yeah, we'll we'll just be heads on a table with microphones in front of us (laughs) talking about (laughs) you didn't tip the guy (laughs) okay wait speaking of heads and how ridiculous that was i know we've we've already gotten past the golden palace but elliot alaska i want to know your thoughts on the dream sequence where everyone was pregnant and it's actually oh, in the finale goodness. of the golden palace. Do you remember that? No. Where, cause the finale is about Blanche deciding if she wants to get inseminated, if she wants to do like Literally. IVF yeah. and, and so she it's, it's the same way that when Rose was like, not sure if she was going to marry Dr. Jonathan Newman, she has the fever dream. That's very vaudevillian. Blanche also has a dream where um, she's huge and she's pregnant and Rose is pregnant because they went down to like the fertility center together. And it was like the two for one special. And then Sophia's also pregnant and and Roland's pregnant. And then Chewie's pregnant in his ass. But Sophia's pregnancy has its own walker. So like her stomach 
She sits her stomach oh on a walker and she just God. like walks. With the, it's so funny. Oh it's, my God. It's wild. Anyway. I just remember just... Like a long, wasn't there like a long burrito? Wasn't that the finale? No, that was a few episodes before <laughs> the finale. The long burrito was the one where. Well, that felt like a finale drink. though. It was a fabric burrito. <laughs> the cheese looked good. I know you're a lacto person. You don't eat cheese, Alaska, but the I cheese looks cheese. good. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, it looks delicious. I would eat that burrito, but they had to use it to stop the floods. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> what a preposterous. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, it's they, so, but that's kind of what I love about it is that it allowed these women who started in prepos preposterous humor to kind of just have fun for a season of television. You know what I mean? And it yes. really that, that throw a dead fun. food critic down a chute into a laundry basket. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. wild. That poor, he was a great dead actor. I know. He weakened, <laughs> weakened at Bernie the shit out of that role. He really it was, did. Yeah. He really, but did no, it. That was, Damn. That's a great point. That is a great point that like after those seven year, seven seasons, which yeah. were all just phenomenal back to back. It mm -hmm. was great. They really did have a chance to just like flex their physical comedy chops. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, Rose brought me to tears with Miles, mm -hmm. uh, Darth, yeah. Dorothy coming to visit. That brought me to like there. Were, it's really, it's really it has its emotional moments too. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just hate the theme song cover. I hate the way they covered the Thank theme song. Thank you for being so much. <laughs> I kind of like it, Elliot. What do you hate about it? I hate the vibe. I hate the vibe. It's like islandy. I hate it if so much. Islandy. Yeah, it sounds like it's like calypso or like. <laughs> but also, it's like this should not be. I don't want a man singing this. I want a woman. Yeah. I want a woman. Voice. I think that's why I yeah. defaulted to share singing it. Yeah, <laughs> that is the default. Yeah, I now for I, sure for, for our entire golden. As soon as the Betty White special happened, the entire Golden Palace recap had Cher singing. Thank you for being a friend, which felt right. Like it the does. real thing. Yeah, she sings the whole song. Cher. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where have you been, Elliot? In the Golden Girls News World, Cher at the end of the Betty White special after she passed away, they did a special on NBC. I think like what a month after she died or something, like a month or so after she died. Oh, and right. Cher and Betty, they loved each other because she had done right. stuff together, of course, because Betty White had worked with literally everyone. And Cher came out and sang, "Thank you for being a friend." <laughs> Spot on. Travel down the road and back oh. again. <laughs> So yeah, I prefer that too. Oh. See, the theme song to the Golden Palace, it didn't bother me as much because it, for me, it still felt nostalgic because it felt like they took the original and put it through the TGIF filter. Yeah, um, right. And I was such a TGIF kid that I was like, I was yeah. okay with it, but I understand where you're coming from, Elliot. I can yeah, totally respect your opinion. The stylistic choice bums me out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for me, although I did perf I did like the transition music in the Golden Palace. It was it was very different it was from the transition Golden music. Palace. No, it wasn't. But they added like different. maracas or yeah, something. They, it was a little right. more. It was they more self bleached it up. It was yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Really it was and there were some times where like it would be like peppy. You know what I mean? Like ba -da -ba 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 -ba. yes. You know, yeah. it was very night early nineties television, and it was so good you have to watch yeah. an episode to really get that mm -hmm. yeah well so, <laughs> it just goes mm. Mm, i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that well okay we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with our golden takeaways okay you start thinking about a golden takeaway. okay 
A golden takeaway is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Now, we didn't recap anything or have a very deep discussion about one particular topic, so I can understand how a golden takeaway might be difficult to come up with for this episode. So I will go first to then domino effect for you guys to do it. My golden takeaway from this episode is, I'm just so glad the four of us are back together. It's so fun and it's been so long. And I know that the fans have been wanting it and itching it. We keep getting comments on Instagram posts and everything about when are you guys coming back? When so we need to make him more regular with things. If you if there's an episode of Beyond the Golden Girls that you're dying to do with us, come do it with us or a golden topic or something. Just between friends, uh, the B. Arthur one woman show. Let's do it. Let's I'll, do it. I'll come Did you back see that, that live? Oh. Did you see it live? Mm-mm. Three times. Yep, I saw. Uh, I saw. I think I saw it three times too. Actually. Okay, we'll come back for that. Oh my god, that was gonna be so good. <laughs> Gary, what's your golden takeaway? Um, so my golden takeaway, I think is, um, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about, uh, the different fun golden girls items that are out there. And recently I just wanted to show everybody my mother-in-law got for little Oreo, um, you know, the golden book series, like all the little golden books, those little thin ones. So this one's actually, it's the golden book. It's my little golden book about Betty White and it's about her like as a young girl where she grew up um how she started singing and acting it's really it's like the world's tiniest biography um whole thing about betty and alan it is written by deborah hopkinson and illustrated by margo lucas um no relation to lucas who be arthur married um (laughs) yes but anyway it's so sweet and it's just all about betty white um and i can't wait to um read it to little oreo i can't yet because this isn't a board book she'll rip the pages yeah (laughs) yeah so but that's my golden takeaway is to uh for people to maybe check out this book because we all love betty and um it's so sweet and it's all about her life and it's really nice sweet elliot what's your golden takeaway Away. My golden takeaway is that I need to find the cover of Cher singing uh, the Golden Girls. Theme. Oh, I'll just text it to you right now. You do. Oh, I need to make that my ringtone. Yeah, I'll text yes. it to you right now. I'll text it to the group. But I've also tried in the past to make music from just between friends my ringtone as well. But like they don't offer that in the iTunes store or whatever. <laughs> Damn. You know what is available as a ringtone is finally Aaron's gospel cover of the Golden Girls theme song. It has been my ringtone for like three years. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I, my ringtone is um, Wendy Williams going, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it's really annoying in public and people get very confused. Uh, Alaska, what's your golden takeaway? Uh, my golden takeaway is Blanche is fucked up. Okay. And here's why. Because in the episode where Dorothy comes back to visit, the Blanche is like, so how was the sex? Tell me all about the sex. That's your uncle, young lady. <laughs> so like get it together, Blanche. That is you you've got you're twisted. And also a golden takeaway is. You've been sitting house, on that, haven't you? You've been waiting house, to say that. I was, I was gonna say it at the beginning of the episode, and then we got, <laughs> we get, we went somewhere else. Uh the other one is if your house is flooding, just use a fucking hundred foot long <laughs> uh, fabric, <laughs> Marie. <laughs> just called Chipotle. <laughs> 
called Chewy Castillos. It's so stupid. Nobody, get, nobody got nominated for anything for that show, I'm assuming. I right? doubt it. I don't think it had any nominations. I'd Sorry, last thing. Yeah. We've talked okay, we've talked about Roland's sort of sex appeal on the show. We've yeah. never talked about Chewy. Where does everybody stand on I think Ch- great? I- uh, sexual sex in terms of like sex appeal? Yeah. Uh, not it's not my it's not for me but if the freezer I, I was dark him. i would do it yeah <laughs> i think, I think he's, he's kind of so handsome cute. Yeah. yeah i like yeah. i like his mustache yeah he's kind of like i mean he's not really the stand but i i like that like even if it like it wasn't good that we'd still laugh a lot and that i'd be okay with it then yeah you know yeah. i was just curious yeah. to know i'm like we've never really ta- we've talked about roland a lot obviously but we've never talked about chewy as like well roland's yeah. different because chewy's not a, a mystery whereas right. roland is a mystery like why do you have this child where is your family <laughs> what have you been doing these past years why oh, are you vaguely not. why are you vaguely in your late 20s and yet you have a child like right isn't your child there's so many questions and the mystery of roland is what's sexy about Roland. Wow. You know, I do the episode where he where the parents come. It's my it's fantastic. When his oh, where come? Jolie Jolie yeah. Fisher comes to pick him up. And, no, no, no. Where oh, Roland's, Roland's parents, parents come oh. to tell him they're getting divorced. Oh, yeah. We had we had the kid who played who was the little kid on the show. Right. We had him on the podcast. And really? we were like, why would like your mother, you didn't have any scenes with your mother in the episode. We never see you leave. And yeah, like, he never, and then we never see him say goodbye to Roland. They're just like, "What's wrong with Roland?" Oh, well, Oliver's mother came to pick him so up, and he weird. said goodbye to her, and he said goodbye to Roland, and now Roland's a little sad. It's like they explained everything that had happened off camera. So it was so wild. He had a great sense of humor about it, though. Billy yeah, did. He was great. like, you know, he's like the kid didn't belong on the show. He was a pro oh, at that point. And he, he said like, that he had an amazing time with the girls, and how particularly I think. He had stories about Betty and Rue and how he would spend a lot of time with them and they were great. And that Betty would like send him something afterwards. He sent Betty was Betty followed up years later when he was like an older Aww. kid and something. Yeah. So it was it's it was, it was a nice little chat. You should definitely check that chat out. Well, you guys, thank you so much for doing this. This has been so much fun. Now I know you all have many things going on. So where can people find you on the internet? They are obviously already know, but where can they find you and figure out what's going on with you? Um. Uh, well, I want everyone to come see me when I go on tour later this year. So go to alaskathunderfuck.com and you can find out um, when and where that's happening. And um, I don't know, I'm on Instagram, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I'm barely on Twitter, but I'm on Instagram at no. Laser and on You're Making It Worse with H. Allen Scott and Brent Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing all kinds of, we're, make, we're, we're very angry so many times on there. I love it. Just complaining about gay people. It's 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 our new favorite thing. Oh, well, guys, this has been Carrie. What did you did you have the best time in the world? I have the greatest. Like I said, it's 10 p.m. in Los Angeles right now. This is the latest I've stayed up. This is the most exciting thing that has happened to me in a long time, and I'm very happy about it. I'm so glad. Well, let's all say it together. Remember, as always, stay, stay golden. golden.